Welcome to Are You Kidding Me? A pediatric podcast for parents like you about kids like me. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Are You Kidding Me? A pediatric podcast for parents presented to you by Pediatrics in Brevard. I'm your host, Katie Parsons, and as always, I am here with our expert pediatrician, Dr. Tara Forcier. Hi, Katie. I'm excited to introduce uh, today's topic. We're going to be talking about you know, pediatrics and pediatric use of urgent cares and emergency departments. Hopefully, you know, our listeners will learn a little bit about, you know, when it's important to see their primary care physician and when they should go to their urgent care and um, what kinds of unique services they can receive there. We have a special guest today, so yes, this will be fun. very exciting. Um, I, I wanted to give him a chance to say hello, and then I'll tell you listeners a little more about him. Today, we have Dr. David Williams with us. Hello, Dr. Williams. Hello, Katie, and uh, thank you, Dr. Forcier, for inviting me to your show to talk a little about urgent care here in Brevard County. Yeah, we're really looking forward to your expertise. I know as a mom of five, um, I think I've made mistakes on which place I've gone certainly many times in the past, so I'm, I'm very interested in this as, as a topic. And listeners, Dr. David Williams is board certified in emergency medicine and emergency medical services. Uh, and he is the CMO and president of MedFast Urgent Care, which opened here in Brevard in 2006 and now has 17 locations in Brevard. There are also two in Volusia County, and it is a local community urgent care network. And he actually is from Brevard. He lives right here in Merritt Island. So we're really looking forward to to having his expertise. Thank you again, Dr. Williams. Well, thank you for that very polite introduction. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Well, Dr. Forcier, do you want to kick it off? Sure. To some degree, urgent cares are a little bit of a competition with us at Pediatrics and Brevard. I mean, some of our patients go there, but I choose to think of it as a valuable service to our community that there are options after hours or for more, you know, acute issues that that patients have. You know, there are times where you may choose one option over another, and that's what we're going to get into a little bit more. Dr. Williams, can you talk to us about what you see kids coming into the urgent care or even the emergency department for most frequently? Sure. Let me give uh, a little bit of background as to, you know, our role in the community as an urgent care. We're not here uh, to compete with private uh, physicians, with pediatric physicians. Our services are unique and they're complementary. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about when the right time uh, is to visit an urgent care when you need to and when you should be seeing your primary care physician or your pediatrician. So we are here to help the pediatric and the uh, primary care physicians take care of their patients after hours or with certain things that we can take care of but don't elevate to the level of the emergency department. That's kind of our spot. That's between the primary care provider's office and the ER. We're here because we're less expensive. We can get you in and out faster. And you have less chance of getting some sort of hospital infection by coming to an urgent care center. And hospitals, are so many people there, and they're, they're sick and, you know, around your kids. And so you, you can get sick in the hospital. The other thing is the cost. The cost of an emergency room visit is quite expensive, three, about $3,000 and more uh, in an urgent care. We're much less expensive than that. So those are a few of the reasons. Another one is, you know, time. If you're not that sick in the emergency department, you're going to wait a long time in the waiting room. And so urgent care is more of a convenience medicine 
to help you get seen for those certain conditions that for whatever reason they wind up there, but they're just not severe enough to go to the emergency department. And those uh, medical conditions are either illness or injury, and that's what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. What are the kinds of things that you most often see children coming to your urgent care for? Well, you know, kids get hurt. They run into walls, <laughs> they eat rocks, they stick crayons in their ears, they lose peas and pebbles up their noses, they get hurt in the playground, they get fevers and chills, respiratory disorders, and rashes. But those are all the things that, you know, some of the things that we see in the emergency or in the urgent care that we take care of with pediatric patients. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most importantly, the first and foremost thing before you come to an urgent care is call your pediatrician or your primary care doctor and ask them if they can be seen. Now, there's two right answers to a fever. You know, do I call my pediatrician and wait for my appointment next week? Or do I go to the urgent care right now? The wrong answer is my kids may have a seizure because my friend's kid did and I should rush to the ER right now. That would probably be the wrong answer. So the most important answer would be to call your pediatrician because your pediatrician can tell you things. They can do watchful waiting and certain treatments that you can do at home. Uh, They can make you an appointment and reassure you that, you know, when they get you into the office that your child's going to be okay. Or they can recommend... A visit to the urgent care for something more acute, something like a small laceration or an x-ray if they don't have a machine there, or they can recommend the emergency room or even more significantly a call to 911. So the first place to start would be with your local pediatrician by attempting to contact them and their on-call, you know, people that answer their questions. If, uh, if it's after hours or you can't get someone, you know, it becomes, do I go to the urgent care or do I, do I go to the ER? And so I'm going to kind of separate it like this simply. If it's minor, you come to the urgent care. If it's major, you go to the emergency department. And now let me, let me quantify that a little bit. So what do we usually see? We see mild to moderate asthma attacks. We see broken bones, strains and sprains. We see cuts and bruises. But if you've got a broken bone that's sticking through the skin, that should probably go to the uh, emergency department. We do have consultants available. Uh, my people are trained to see uh, pediatric patients, uh, but we draw the line at six months. Any pediatric patient under two months needs to go to the ER with a fever. Uh, those, those kids need a special workup there. So again, the first place to start is with your pediatrician. The other things we see kids for are coughs and colds, Sore throats, earaches, pink eye, rashes, vomiting, diarrhea, fevers, urinary tract symptoms, and, and things they need tested for like RSV, COVID, flu tests, and those sorts of testing. So that's what we do in the urgent care. We treat both minor illness and injury when their pediatrician is not available. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I thank you for that too because For those of uh, the listeners that are pediatrics and Brevard patients, we do have 24-hour nurse triage. So you should always be able to reach somebody who can kind of give you some information about whether or not they can get an appointment. And we generally do have same-day appointments or early the next morning, um, depending on the time of day. And we also have a, a, a doctor on call as well if if there's a question that needs to be go beyond the the nurse that that's on call. So so those are 
our services that that we offer. And um, so like Dr. Williams says, it's important to know, is this something that requires more urgent care and can't wait for an appointment in the office? That's right. And the pediatrician of the primary care would be the one to make the call and say, hey, this can be follow up in the urgent care. And we have communication with all of our doctors in Brevard County mm-hmm. by phone. They can call us just like the ER, we can call them. So we communicate with each other about patients and we'll give each other a heads up, say, hey, they're coming into your urgent care. I know this patient. Can you help me with this? It's not serious enough to come to the ER. We appreciate those phone calls mm-hmm. and we provide the same courtesy to the emergency department when we see something in the urgent care and we have to send it to the ER. So mm-hmm. communication is key and taking the best care of the patient. Mm-hmm. I will say that like lacerations and concerns about broken bones may be faster treatment by going to the urgent care than um, coming into our office. You know, we'd have to send them for an x-ray since we don't have that in-house. So um, not that we can't do that, we can, but but it might be faster through the urgent care. And um, same with with suturing and and stuff. And the thing about our urgent care, it's convenience medicine. So most of our patients are in and out within 60 minutes unless they need a test or an x-ray procedure that's there. Mm -hmm. So it's convenience of getting the patients in and out and getting them back to work or school or whatever it is that they do. We see a lot of playground and sports injuries, you know, that need an x-ray or needs uh, an ACE wrap and some crutches. And we provide all those things for our pediatric patients. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned a whole slew of things that may send patients either to their primary care, urgent care, or the emergency room earlier. So you see a lot. But as a general rule of thumb, what sorts of things could you advise parents to maybe prevent needing urgent care? You know, sometimes things happen. But there's are there preventable things that you see or, or anything parents could be doing to kind of reduce the chances that they're going to need urgent or emergency care? Well, yes. Um, first of all, you know, the main thing that any uh, parent should do is set themselves up with a primary care provider or a pediatrician. They would be their first one to go to. And for many reasons, should they do that? Because regular visits, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that well visits for children every year annually up to the age of 21. That's the recommendation. And things that we don't see in the urgent care are emotional problems or weight problems or chronic problems that their pediatrician knows that patient, knows this child's not acting right, behavioral issues. They get their checkups, they get their vaccinations with their pediatrician. Those are all preventative ways to take care of patients. Other reasons are if the child has some sort of sexual area complaint, they're more comfortable with their pediatrician than going to a stranger in the uh, urgent care. So they can identify, you know, social situations that occur at home. So the pediatricians monitor their health. They keep them, they prevent them from bad behaviors, from diet, from answering, you know, sexual questions in young teenagers to substance curious adolescents. They're They're the ones that intervene and protect them from, you know, winding up in places like the urgent care and emergency department. So really establishing yourself with your pediatrician is probably the most important way of keeping yourself out of both the urgent care and emergency department. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And and the other thing I would say to be, you know, the it's kind of like, I would say urgent care visits are episodic in a way, right? They don't necessarily, um, they're not looking at the the entirety of the child's history, 
whereas that's what we have in our office too. So, you know, even I have patients that maybe do have to go to urgent care for ear infections and stuff, but I recommend that they call and let me know, even though I might get the note, it's important for me to document because the frequency of those might be important to whether or not they require ear tubes or something like that. So just having that sort of bigger picture is what your, you know, your primary care physician is there for as well. And you sort of touched on this already, Dr. Williams, but just to reiterate, what sorts of things is it better for a parent to take their kid to their primary care? You know, they're the first line, the first person you should talk to. But there are there common things people might bring their children in for that could have been handled maybe by their pediatrician? Well, that's going to be left to the parent's discretion and their comfort level and their gut feelings. Again, it's a start with the phone call to the pediatrician's office, but if they're not available or they feel that their child needs to be seen for whatever reason, and that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're here to try to keep patients out of the emergency department. So, you know, we're here to take cost out of the system, decrease costs for all, and do what's in the best interest of the child, even if it's reassurance. I mean, sometimes they just need to see a medical provider one-on-one with their child to make themselves feel better at night. And we know how that goes with, you know, occupying the mom with a warm bottle all night long because her child has a fever, you know, that's been relieved with Tylenol. It's really parental discretion on that, but the first place to start is with your pediatrician. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, I think you both will appreciate this. My One of my children had a very strange and bizarre accident back in December that, that we ended up starting at an urgent care and then went to an emergency room. Uh, she came around a corner at a rehearsal and a friend who was a little bit taller than her came around the other side. They were both moving pretty quick and they bumped heads, but the other girl's tooth went into my daughter's head. (laughs) And so, as you can imagine, there was a lot of blood (laughs) and it looked a lot worse than it actually was. And it was one of those moments where it was like, well, I don't think we're going to call the pediatrician. (laughs) It was a Saturday. We're just going to take and, you know, we kept the girls together and went, you know, the parents and... I was one of the parents, took them first to an urgent care and then ended up going on to the emergency room. And that was just one of those moments where I was very thankful for the different options, you know, because this is not a situation I knew what to do with in any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. So what sorts of patients or situations would you say come to the urgent care and then you have to send them over to the emergency department? And that's a great question to ask. In the beginning, I said minor versus major or minor versus severe. So some of the more severe things that we send patients to the emergency department for are newborns under two months with a fever of 100.4 degrees or higher. They have to have, uh, you know, extensive testing. They need to be evaluated. They need to be observed. Those patients go to the ER. Uh, young people with severe trouble breathing, passing out, fainting, coughing up blood, they go to the emergency department. The foreign bodies that they swallow usually go to the emergency department. Severe asthma attacks, severe dehydration, allergic reactions that uh, affects their breathing or swelling, really large and complex injuries like broken bones where the bone's sticking out or they have large lumps on their face or elsewhere on their body. Those really big lacerations, I mean, they're, they're, it's not that I can't do them in the urgent care, but they're best served in the emergency department where they have the time to sit down and take the time with those patients. Neurological changes, mental status, kids confused, 
possible drug intoxication, you know, accidental pill ingestion, those go to the ER. Safety concerns and children with thoughts of harming themselves or others, they also go to the emergency departments. So when I classify emergency, that's where you go when it's, when it's severe. Again, urgent care, minor, minor illness and injury, that's what we do best. We're here after hours, seven days a week when your primary care is not there. We're not there to provide primary care. We're there to take care of the problem and communicate with uh, your primary care what the problem is so they can uh, follow up with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great list of, of things that you consider major enough to be sent to the emergency department. What kinds of services? You mentioned you do lab testing. We do some of that in our office too, but you do lab testing, you have x-ray. Are you able to sedate children who need to get their, you know, like lacerations fixed or anything like that? Or would you, if they're that young and require that, would you send them on? Well, we will poof some kids and do it if we can, if, if it's possible. It depends on the child, as you know. We don't do conscious sedation in the urgent care, but the types of things we do uh, we do all CLIA wave testing. Anything that doesn't require certification by the lab, uh, that's your RSV, that's your UTIs, that's your monos, that's your strep, that's your flu, that's your COVID. We do all those sorts of testing. Uh, we do x-rays, we do splinting, we do crutches, we do lacerations, uh, we do incision drainage of abscesses, we do cellulitis, rashes, things of that sort. Really the bread and butter of what we do in the urgent care, although we do a lot of fevers, a lot of earaches, and a lot of sore throats. And those oh, those are probably number one for us. <laughs> and I'd say for, for us too, when it comes to sick visits, I mean, obviously we have a lot of well visits and other kind of chronic care management. As a parent, I actually don't know the answer to this. Is there a difference between a pediatric urgent care and, and a normal urgent care? Are there things that perhaps something labeled as pediatric can do that, that perhaps a general urgent care cannot? Well, let's let's talk about the difference between pediatric urgent cares that are being marketed and urgent cares. Now, it's going to, there's no standardization there. So, urgent cares, it's best with your child to call before you go to the local one. I can tell you in Brevard County, we have a rule, we don't see them six months and under. We will triage someone uh, six months under six months and call their pediatrician if they do show up. But if you call us over the phone, we're going to ask you to contact your pediatric medical provider. But the difference, you know, pediatric urgent cares tend to have more pediatric familiar providers working there. They have a nicer environment. There's not so many older and sick people. There's toys. Uh, Aesthetically different. It makes the patient more comfortable. makes the patient easier to see. They've got iPads to play with and all those uh, <laughs> sort of things that occupy the child's time where we don't necessarily have that in our locations, uh, but we do see pediatric patients. Mm-hmm. So so the difference between a pediatric uh, urgent care and a regular urgent care is there's no standardization there. The uh, Urgent Care Pediatric Association in 2014 tried to standardize what goes to the pediatric urgent care. We still don't have a reasonable set of guidelines. But again, the best thing to do is call the urgent care. We're easy because we're 321 MedFast and we have people manning the phone seven days a week. Uh, we have two, uh, two full-time employees who can answer those questions or get you connected with a doctor that can answer those questions if we can take care of your child's emergency. So we provide that service to direct all patients 
you know, to the appropriate care. Is there anything you like really want our parents to hear that we haven't asked you about yet? Well, I'd like to reiterate again. So if I could recap it with, with pediatric patients, and that's mm-hmm. what we're speaking about, and then more specifically in Brevard County, it's first to reach out to your a pediatrician. But with so many people moving to Brevard County, they don't have pediatric uh, providers. And so we try to set them up after we see them, but they constantly use us for earaches, sore throats, and I get it. Uh, some people don't have insurance. It's cost-effective for them. But those patients that have pediatricians, it's best to call them first. But here in Brevard County, if you have any questions, you can call 321-MEDFAST, and we'll be happy to answer any questions you have about your child and about your child's illness mm-hmm. or get you an answer or get you to the right person. So if I could say again that we complement the physicians in this community, I'm not here to compete or replace them. We have a very unique niche service one that we're very good at. We don't practice pediatrics. We don't practice family practice. We're purely uh, urgent care medical providers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I would just um, add that pediatrics in Brevard is always taking new patients. (laughs) So (laughs) if you do get those new ones, yeah, that's absolutely. Whether or not they call you is up to them. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) The only other thing I would um, just add to our, to, for our listeners to, you know, I really do appreciate that we do have urgent cares available. And, you know, obviously, we we urge our families to use them when they really need it. Um, but like Dr. Williams said, to call us and see, because um, we're going to know their patients best and and in the context of their entire health history. We'd like to see our patients when we can. Um, but there's certain things, you know, I'm sure you see a lot of patients with asthma exacerbations and, and things of that nature. And, and that just... Um, to me, it's important to reiterate the importance of when you have those kinds of chronic conditions to um, make sure you are following up with whether it's your primary care physician or your specialist that you are taking your medications regularly, you know, the kinds of things that help to prevent exacerbations. Um, but, uh, you know, if if there is one, then, then there are options and, and, you know, that's what the urgent care and the emergency department and your pediatrician and all of us are there for is to help you. Um, when you are truly sick. Yeah, I definitely appreciate the integration of those things in my own life, mm-hmm. of, of the pediatric care as well as urgent care, and when it comes to it, emergency care from time to time. So, well, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Williams, for coming on and, and really kind of clarifying this for us. And thank you also for your service here in Brevard County. That's that's wonderful to know it's so easy to, to access that information at 321 MedFest or to go into one of your many locations here in Brevard County. So thank you again. Well, thank you for inviting me again, Katie. Uh, again, I'm very honored that Dr. Forcier uh, asked me to speak. She takes care of my kids, by the way. <laughs> they only come to urgent care when my wife is in a panic. She brings them in. Uh, and I'm not the one that gets to see them. So uh, <laughs> I'm still daddy. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate the service that Pediatrics and Brevard provides to all of our children. And I appreciate you and your family. I'm glad you brought it up because that would have been a violation of, of uh, confidentiality for me to share. <laughs> <laughs> 
but he does have very cute kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she can confirm that. <laughs> yes, and that's quite an endorsement. So thank you for that, Dr. Williams. And uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us on this episode of Are You Kidding Me? A pediatric podcast brought to you, as always, by Pediatric Brevard. If you love listening to our podcast, share it with your friends. Share it with other parents that you know. Seasons 1 and 2 are both available for you to binge listen if you'd like or pick the topics that are relevant to you and your family. And please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to us. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode. You've been listening to Are You Kidding Me? A pediatric podcast for parents like you. Hear you next time.